When people ask, is everything a conspiracy? The answer is yes. Who and what is controlling everything and why? They, they practice sorcery. I can't argue against magic. <laughs> I don't know what it is that we live on, but I believe it's a realm. This realm that we live in is the lowest level of heaven, highest level of hell. Chicken snake gods and the Anunnaki and sorcery. If Sam says the chicken snake god is running everything, I'm literally in the world of crazy. <laughs> I'm winning. <laughs> You're losing. Conspiracy Social Club, aka Deep Waters. Deep Waters. Deep Waters. Deep Waters. Deep Waters. Deep Waters. Is that right now? Oh, that light looks way better, right? Come on. Fuck yeah. You know, dude, uh, I want to tell you something, dude. I like to get vulnerable, bro. I like Please. to get vulnerable. Okay. Do it. I'm Do a it. man of a I'm a I'm a man. I'm a knuckle dragger. I'm a sure. provider. Okay. Yep. Protector. I, protector. You do protector. Crap, my guy. Okay? I I but I have my own fears, okay? And one of my major fears, Brian, is clogging toilets. Uh, it is a it is like almost like fear of sharks. Of, of 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 the dark, yeah. I will flush a thousand times, yeah, in order not to clog a toilet. Like yep. I can't th- like the like if I'm at a gig and I clog a toilet, I will leave that gig. I will get in a car, I will drive to an airport, and I'll go to another state so they can't pin it on me. I have so much fear. I I flush each time. If people are like, dude. You either we start doing one flush or we run out of water. I'm like, well, goodbye the water, okay? Because yep. I am never gonna stop flushing. I have such fear of clogging toilets. It is, and like the toilet at my place is like so bad right now. It instantly clogs. So every time, it's like you were afraid of uh, like tarantulas, and every yep. time you open the door, a giant tarantula shows. Like that's every day in my house. I remember a I girl took fear. shit in my friend's house. She was so hot. And she goes, the bathroom doesn't work. And he comes in later and she had left a brick. A, not, a, not a log, but a brick. And it was a disaster. Here's the yeah, thing. Yeah, that ruins a relationship right there. But the toilet technology hasn't changed in over 100 years. Dude, you are so right, dude. You are so right. It's like, why so are fucking- we making advancements in this? it's just so 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 one of the other things about like so there are two things that haven't changed one is one hasn't changed in in 100 years and you know because the sewage system one of the wonders of the world certainly the modern world is the fact that we have we are all sitting under over pipes of shit and there's if you any city you look at please understand you are sitting under a river of shit and piss and all that what does a what does a city do with its waste? What do human beings do with its waste? It well, is truly amazing. Yeah, you 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 know, farmers always had this issue. They would use this fertilizer to feed their pigs, all kinds of weird shit. But you know, Literally. it's a big fucking problem. And one of the things that people never think about when they talk about tearing down our institutions and replacing them with this, that, or the other thing, is that. Look, man, we there is an infrastructure here, an electric grid and a sewage system that is so intricate, that is yeah. so complicated, and it's being run by competent, invisible bureaucrats who do a really fucking good job because, man, water, I mean, sewage treatment that then goes out to the ocean, that's a very complicated, expensive job. 
And I always think about that stuff. My fear is that we fucking somebody just stops doing that and we just get clogged with yeah, shit. Yeah, China really wants to fuck with us. They should fuck with her toilet oh, system. Yeah. Then you'll well, have war. It, you yeah, want war? Oh, dude. You fuck with our shit. shit. That's right. That's what we do. That's one of the sick things about war is they shut down your electric, your water, and now you're just shitting in a cesspool. And what's even worse is the minute people have to live in their shit, holy you you're talking about some of the worst diseases, period. Not just dysentery. I mean, everybody starts dying. Cholera, dysentery. I mean, rubella, crazy shit comes out. All these weird pathogens. Here's it's a weird relationship between China and the U.S. because they're – and I, real quick before we get into that, I want to talk – okay. So it's a weird relationship between China and the U.S. because, you know, there's definitely some tensions. I'm going to be honest with you. I think it's more with us, with them, the military-industrial complex, trying to – uh, rev us up and the Chinese government. So it's not the people, once again, that have problems with each other. You go to China, the Chinese are so nice. They treat you like gold. They, pro- From what I've been told from people I talk to, there is no drumming of war over there with us. They do not no. talk about World War III. They're not. No. They, no. We're getting they bombarded. There's no with, yeah, there's no problem. So it's like, once again, it's governments, right? Yeah. It's governments. But you could 100% fuck everybody up by just not making their poop go away. Well, especially a lot, be a lot of this stuff is now run by, by computers, right? So now you could really, you could like, I don't know, maybe hit a reverse. They hack the shitter. That would be a line right there. Shit starts flying back. God has hacked our shitters. God, I'm so expected tanks are fighting back. Shitter. They hacked our shitters. It's a great movie. Hey, so Brian, so last night I was gigging with a, uh, a, uh, you know, I, when we tried to do the podcast yesterday, it's with Howie Dewey, uh, and he was talking about how much how funny you are. And we were talking about Dub Davidoff, and he told me, and I hope this is correct, that Dub's dad made a lot of money in in the junk industry, uh, owning a junkyard and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, right. which is like kind of goes into what you were talking about about cleaning up poop and how expensive that is, and like those jobs, like. Women, women are attracted to like doctors and lawyers, but man, if you get into junk and shit, ladies, find a man who makes a dollar in junk and in shit, you're going to be rich, bitch, right? That's where the money is. Fuck yeah, Dub's dad owned a junkyard and he used to hire convicts so he didn't have to pay him as much, but he wasn't a bad guy. He was very generous. It was just that he, his life was a fucking shit show. They were... They were working class Jews who came from like Eastern Europe. They lived in the Lower East Side. I mean, his dad had they had nothing. And they started on in a junkyard in Jersey where they would collect fucking they 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 had these um they had all these like characters who'd be there, you know, who are convicts who had couldn't find a job. So they work in the junkyard. And um at one point he got he he's his he and he hated when people would bring him coffee because he got you bring me coffee, you want money off your transmission. Keep your fucking coffee with your 50 cents. You know, he was one of those guys, right? His dad died of AIDS. His dad was actually gay. And his father died of AIDS. And um, when he was dying, Dub tells this incredible story. Dub's sitting there crying. And his dad goes, hey, hey, stop crying. Look at this. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. You see those guys on the roof over there? I've been watching them all day. They're stealing a the copper. They're stealing a the copper from the roof. You go there right now and tell them that I want in or I'm going to call the cops. 
I want a piece. As he's dying, this is the guy. I want a piece. You tell him I got him. So Dub has to go out there. He's like, hey, guys, you're being watched. Uh, <laughs> he's like crying. He's like, fuck, am I trying to work a deal? He's like, what am I doing? Fuck this, dad. You're dying. And uh, he grew up in such a wild way. His dad would smoke crack. At one point, his, his mother and, and his father got divorced. And, the, and his mother lived downstairs with a woman, a, a lesbian. She was in a lesbian relationship. And the woman had a monkey. I mean, he grew up in the craziest way you can That's fucking imagine. That's why he's imagine. so funny, dude. That's why he's so funny. Now he's fucking up. Now he's killing it as a real estate guy. But also, yeah, I heard uh, that. He's but amazing. Like you, you, and, you and Dove are two of my favorite people. It, it, is a, uh, it is a very interesting uh, thing about that. I mean, like, nobody talks about plumbers. Oh, first of all, going back to uh, Dove's dad, a lot of, uh, uh, you know, I'm not going to get into names, but, you know, there's been some comics who have passed, and I think a big part of their problem is they couldn't come to grips with their sexuality. And uh, so they, they drown it in drugs. Yeah. And, you know, you, you've seen this where, like, cer certain people get lost in drugs because they're gay, and they, they want to blame the drugs on why they're doing gay shit instead of being like, this is just who I am, and... Well, also, you know, for Dove back then, you know, what was that? That was probably 30 years ago. You know, when you were gay back then, you know, you got married anyway to a woman. You had kids. But the whole time, the guy's fucking gay, right? So that, 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 was, that was sort of, I think, why you're, you might be right, why he was smoking crack in the bathroom, you know? He's like, yeah, God, I need the bathroom, you know? Yeah. And, you know, it's like, and this is Sam speaking, not Brian, but, you know, there's this whole controversy right now with, Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith and and you know I've heard so many rumors behind closed doors about their relationship like there's a female comic out there who tells a story and this is Sam speaking about one of her first uh, experiences was at the Roxbury in LA and she goes upstairs and she turns around and fucking Queen Latifah is finger blasting Jada 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 Smith right that's the first her first experience in Los Angeles. <laughs> just straight up lesbian DJ and vaginas, right? And so there's always right. been this thing that there are like there are couples in LA yeah. that kind of are gay, but they get married because it is a presentation to the rest of the country and the world that they are, you know, oh, they're this superpower couple in reality. They're, 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 you know, it's a business deal and yeah. they have kids together and all that stuff, which is fine. No big deal. Even though they're very interesting children to say the least, oh, but yeah. uh, you know, now the whole co controversy is that they were in a quote unquote open relationship and right. she, she, she's fucking everybody around her, which is guys never talk about that. You know, she's, like, so, oh, she's so, so hot. I find her she very hot. You ever see her when she was younger. It's like, Oh my God. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, what, I, all I look at when I think of Jada Pinkett and Will Smith is they, they've made that relationship last that long in Hollywood, like as Hollywood royalty. And I'm like, I don't know, whatever you're doing seems to work. So keep on keeping on. But, he was supposed um, to do the, uh, the Matrix. What's that? Will Smith was supposed to oh, do really? the Matrix. Yeah. So I'm in New York, uh, 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 Brian Callen, Brian Callen Enterprises. I'm in New York. And uh, 
Man, New York is so interesting because you get here, you go, oh, I get it. I get why everyone loves it. Like, dude, if you're in your chaos energy, chaos energy, you're in your 20s, there's no better place to be. No better place. I I couldn't come here because how much of a knucklehead, knuckle dragger, like just idiot I was in my 20s, I would have burnt every bridge. Vegas was the only place I could go where I could just be a dumb fuck and not like, you know, if a tree falls in Vegas and nobody hears it, does it make a sound right? When that, <laughs> that was comedy back in the day, right? Like, so, but here I could get, I mean, dude, you just walk around like every, every variety of woman is here. Oh yeah. Like just every, four, whatever you want, long hair, short hair, blonde, blah. And you know, who's gotta be the richest human being in the world who ever invented yoga pants. It's gotta be, <laughs> The richest human being on the planet. It is everyone. everyone. And they're Women have made yoga pants like into like, oh, uh, you know, hey, I'm going to a wedding today. I'm going to wear yoga pants. Or I'm going to the airport. I'm going to wear yoga pants. Or I'm just going to fart around my house. I'm going to wear yoga pants. It is the Swiss Army knife of hot ass. It's 100% true. Fucking what? I mean, Lululemon is a massive franchise because of yoga pants. Don't kid yourself. It's no other reason. And then they got the little like zipper things that kind of go with the yoga pants. I mean, it, my girl has those. That's all she wears. It's fucking. Yeah. And it's like, don't tell me you don't want to show off your ass because there's, you know, who has got to be really angry is sweatpants. Sweatpants (laughs) is the MySpace of fucking comfortable pants, right? Right, just like they, they like. What about us? We were the original. Nope, nobody <laughs> wants you. Yoga pants here. Hello, Facebook. <laughs> Fuck, man. Sam, do you know switching gears that um, a lot? I, I believe a lot of like something like Rogan posts something about like I don't know nine out of ten Christian chat rooms are actually Eastern European trolls on Facebook. Like the, the Eastern Europeans, Russians, and Chinese are, are so involved in trying to break us Ryan, apart. this is crazy. You're bringing this up, man. This what? is crazy. I watched a video, and I'm going to let you finish your point. No, that's all, that's all I was going to say. I want to hear it. That's all I was going to say. Wait. Dude, have you heard the theory of uh, the internet is dead, the dead internet? No. That like 60% of the profiles and action on the internet are actually bots that you're not really interacting with real people. Yeah. Well, so great example. Probably, I keep forgetting, but I mean, if you talk to experts, but so much of the information out there, so much of the activity out there, so much of the division and people saying one thing or another isn't real. It is fucking being manipulated by foreign intelligence agencies. Well, it's not just foreign intelligence agencies. It's like, it's like, it's just, uh, uh, just entities, uh, 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 corporations who want control a narrative, right? Yeah. And it's like DARPA's 100%. part of that. And like, they're all playing that game. They're all playing that game. And it's just basically like, it's all about siloing, getting everybody into silos and, you know, and it's just, I'll send you this video that uh, Eddie Bravo sent me. And the, the guy isn't like necessarily stating facts, but he's saying things that he's observed. And it's just, well, kind do you of remember, like, do you remember, um, do you, I don't know if you remember this, but 
when there was a big debate on whether or not after that the San Bernardino shooting, they couldn't get into the guy's iPhone. And there was a big debate and Apple wouldn't allow them to get in either because it was about a privacy thing. And there was a huge debate about whether or not law enforcement should have access to be able to get, get a backdoor into someone's phone if, say, you need information on them. Maybe they're a terrorist, maybe whatever. And it was a big debate. And the only people that were super quiet, you never heard a fucking thing from the NSA. <laughs> the NSA was like, we're not involved in this conversation. Meanwhile, people are like, well, that's because they have a backdoor. That's because the NSA can get in your phone anytime they fucking want and everything else, you know? And oh, so like, we know, we know all this. We know for sure. It, 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 the, you know, the onion was peeled by um, Edward Snowden, but clearly, clearly, I mean, those agencies have the technology to so, get it. So, so Brian, when you, when you do shows, do you get gifts from fans? Yes. Yes, I, I get always it. get gifts from I got fans. three children's books and I got a painted uh, eyeglass case. So This was given to me by a fan. And he's like, here you go. This is yours. This is an encrypted... Well, I hate this angle. My fa By the way, I got my Groupon for my fat freezing. It's coming, Brian. I'll give you some oh, updates. I'm gonna go, oh, I want to get into a conspiracy. I just read a book called The End of Craving. I want to talk about what the fuck is that, Sam? It's an encrypted fucking phone. He says it's totally encrypted. He gave it to you? Yeah. So this guy started... He's, he, I'm talking to him about this new enterprise he's doing, but people in the, in the uh, you know, the truther community and anti-spying uh, and all that stuff. Big fans of mine, dude. Big fans. Why don't we start? Why don't we start selling those? <laughs> I'm with you, dude. I'm supposed to talk to him today. Um, Conspiracy yeah. Social Club phones. I'm in on that, bro. Because I mean, even, so as, like, even though I'm not a conspiracy guy, I would, I, I definitely would like to have an encrypted phone that people can't hack into and collect my data. Because that yeah, is a real I mean, conspiracy. Dude. So, Brian, the other day, just to let you know who you're dealing with here, how much of a fucking outlaw I am, okay? I got a ding, and they're threatening to take away my next Instagram account, which would be number two, right? Because I put a picture of fucking, of, of, of Hillary Clinton's fucking camel toe on fucking Instagram, and then the, the picture was her standing there, a close-up of her camel toe, and then a guy with hot sauce trying to put it in his eyeball, right? Because <laughs> he can't unsee that, right? They took it down. Do you know what reason they took it down for? That's the funny thing I've ever heard in my life. What was the reason? Inciting violence? They gave no reason. They, like, just said guidelines. And there was no reason. There was no reason stated. That's one of the funniest memes I've ever seen in my life. Come on. <laughs> Dude, dude, there are entire fucking YouTube pages, trades, I mean, fucking channels, brands dedicated to women's camel toe. It's yeah, but now, now you're on their fucking radar, and dude, they, they just, they just, they know what you're about. Dude, sarcasm is dangerous. Now they see an alt-right motherfucker who wants to tear down, who wants, who wants to cause some problems. Well, January you know, 6th. Like a lot of it right now, Brian, and I know that you're, this is going to be the fun part of the show, uh, that the uh, – so Hillary Clinton's lawyer has now been indicted by the FBI. 
Mm-hmm. For lying yeah, for floating, about for floating that Russian collusion story, that by being involved in that bullshit. Um, uh, I, I have a theory. I have a. And I read a really interesting book. Really interesting book that you and Anthony should read. It's called The End of Craving, and he looks at Bologna in Italy, northern Italy. Northern oh, Italy wow. is known for not only frying a lot of its food, but eating very rich foods, very rich foods. People are skinny. They eat pasta. They eat all of it. But they're skinny. Do they eat bananas? Um, they eat it all. Okay. So <laughs> Thank they, you, Anthony. I didn't get that. Yeah. Remember when you called me fat because I eat bananas? Oh, bananas. Well, no, I don't mind. Oh, oh, is that what it was, Brian? You didn't understand my pronunciation? Yeah, sorry. I thought you said, yeah, because you speak. I'm, I'm, I'm educated. So anyway, bananas. I said banana, and you didn't understand I meant banana? Yeah, well, I don't understand your upstate New York peasant uh, vernacular. I, I, I'm a bit of an aristocrat. So bananas. Bananas <laughs> in moderation, as everything in moderation, are fine. Tomatoes, bananas. Um, but... Uh, what was interesting is this guy, Mark Schatzker, who is a professor at Yale on, I'm going to find out what exactly he does. Hold on. It's really interesting. Hold on. Yeah. So Schatzker, Mark Schatzker is, he wrote the Dorito Effect of Steak. He is a writer in residence at the Modern Diet and Physiology Research Center at Yale University. And what Schatzker realized, what he studied, was that the food industry creates foods that are empty in calories, okay? They're empty in calories, but they cre- keep you craving the Ryan. food. So Doritos have chemicals in them that have no real calories. And so you're, so what, what you do is you will eat the entire bag because it's full of things like maltodextrin, and different compounds, which are starch compounds that they make in labs that actually make you, they, they, they fill you up, but they don't send a signal to your brain that you're full. So let me give you an example. One of the reasons you should never drink diet soda, I guess, is that when you drink these artificial sweeteners, they, they confuse the brain and the brain starts to like you can you can you can eat all this food that's an empty calorie with certain kinds of chemicals they put in there and it tricks your brain because your brain doesn't feel really full you just get a craving for something else okay it get, yeah. creates this chemical reaction when you eat so if you if you drink um uh soda that yeah. is is so 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 what's really fascinating is your taste buds your taste buds when you eat natural simple foods a banana um a a piece of steak um maybe a yam what happens is you taste that food and your mouth it's really fascinating your mouth has the ability to kind of understand it sends a signal to your stomach and your body and, and your body kind of, and your mouth kind of assimilate the calorie count. And it's a process that allows you to ingest food and then feel full when, I guess, the taste correlates with calories in, in nature. 
So when you eat a, a half a yam and a piece of steak, it's simple, but you're full and you eat your, your, you've eaten plenty and your body, your body is regulating temperature perfectly. Okay. I, I don't know right. if this is getting too complicated, but, no, but here's not, what's fascinating. You're not that complicated. Bro. So here's what's fascinating. When you drink a diet soda or you drink a soda that has a certain sweetener that correlates with the calories, so it's 75 calories, yeah. your body's fine with it. But there are, there are things that are 150 calories, but they taste like something else. And your body will not even digest the 150 calories. Your body, your brain doesn't register it and doesn't tell because there are the calories and the taste, the calories and the sweetness don't correlate. They don't fucking correlate. So that, that shit will sit in your bloodstream the way oil sits on water. Fat and things like that will literally sit on your bloodstream like that and circulate through your body. And you, before you know it, you've got all these calories that your body isn't even digesting. It doesn't even know what the fuck to do with. So one of the reasons people get obese and really fat is, is, this, crazy, is this crazy thing. It's this crazy fucking sort of weird thing. So we've paid a huge price for artificial sweeteners and artificial calories like maltodextrin and all these different starches made in labs. And because your body does not recognize that kind of food. And as a result, you throw off your, your entire metabolism and your, your digestion and everything that your body does to regulate calories. If you eat normal food, if you eat regular food, what happens is your body, even if you eat a lot, your body will start to like, you'll go back to your natural weight. You're, you, look at this, watch this. Corn, vegetable oils, Hold on, before you read this, before you yeah. read this, I just want to say one thing. The reason, <clears throat> Brian, so crazy you bring all this up because I was just thinking about this today because I saw this, I, 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 this uh, uh, different versions of what, what Anthony has up on the screen. And it's basically, a, and this goes down to healthcare, okay? So if you yeah. take a look at what Anthony's showing you right now, this is Doritos in the United States versus Doritos in Europe, okay, or the UK. And what you'll see is what is in the, the ingredients in the United States is much different than the, than the UK. And yep. you go, why is that? And for me, and I'd love to hear your attention is, so I'm not for socialized healthcare. I, I, I'm not for government healthcare. This is not an argument for that. What, I, what I'm showing here, okay, is why is Europe have... Uh, have certain uh, ingredients and the United States has different ingredients. And this goes back to something I've always said about Canada. Like when I go to Canada, I see the women there, their skin is so beautiful. And you're like, they just look healthier. And you're like, why is that? Well, because socialized medicine, and again, I am not for, I'm for free market healthcare. That's a different discussion. But socialized medicine, it's all about keeping costs down. Because it, 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 it's ran on a, a different system where it's not meant to make profit. It's meant to keep costs down. Whereas our system is incentivized to get us sick and unhealthy so that we go to the doctor, so we go and get, get, get medication, all that stuff. So when you take a look at the, the ingredients in our food versus Canada and, and, the, and Europe, this is what you see. Part of it also is that Europeans... And Canadians and stuff, especially Europeans, 
have such a tradition of food that they've always been very suspicious of food made in a lab, very suspicious, and they should be, and so should we. Because again, when, when, when scientists are in a lab making the food you put in your body and your food is being made in a giant factory like this, and if you have things like maltodextrin, which you can see here, uh, and you have rapeseed oils that your body cannot deal with. They cannot deal with this. When you've got things like um, cornstarch and lactose whey, uh, uh, corn syrup solids, your body cannot digest that and it doesn't recognize it because it isn't fucking food. It fills you up. And this goes for protein bars and all that other bullshit. If you eat natural food as it occurs, simple foods, man, which is what Europeans do. They, you, Italians are, you start fucking with their food. That's why they have so many regulations. They lose their fucking mind. They lose their mind and they should because they know that health starts and ends with sleep, sunshine, lack, less stress and food. We eat, the way we eat in this country is a form of collective madness. If you ever want to know how stupid and crazy people can be, but lemmings, lemmings falling off a cliff one after another, it's because of how we eat in this country. We are absolutely crazy and we're still bedeviled by obesity. Why? Well, because this food you are putting in your body is fucking, the food industry has to make money off of, off of food. You cannot make money just selling basic food like sweet potatoes, um, steak or whatever you got you yogurt no you have to put 15 ingredients in gogurt for the kids yeah okay yeah. because it tastes super sweet and that's how you make money on it so the food industry like a lot of these industries is incentivized to create unhealthy assholes crave worthy food and it and that's how you stay in business so you so so one of the things that this guy Mark Schatzker has really kind of like, you know, opened up. You know, it's called the end of craving. It's coming out in November. It, it is is the fact we we have lost we have lost the wisdom of eating. The way your grandfather, my grandfather, and people before them ate was was simple. They cooked it so in a in a in a chicken. I mean, in a kitchen. <laughs> and and so the, if you want to start losing weight. Stay the fuck away. You can take that what? off, Anthony. Uh, what? Dude, I, this is so crazy. I was just, li li you are inside my mind because I am a crazy person. And I'll be and in your ass soon, too. Keep going. Yeah, Brian. That's how, that's going to be the big 100th. We Loser gets topped. Winner gets topped, okay? Because <laughs> that's how it's going to go. Winner gets topped. Whoever wins my the wrestling guy. As long as I get my poppers, my anus. But I was just thinking about that. Like, how how, how have we gotten to where we are health-wise with our food? And everything comes down to, they have done this incrementally, very, very slowly. It is not done quickly. It's done over decades, tiny, tiny, tiny bits. It's almost like you're in your house, right? And you have somebody in your house that are trying to fuck with you. And every day... They just switch out a little thing, just tiny, nothing big. Maybe it's a toothbrush here, a fucking, a, a picture there. It's over, and you're like, what? Everything seems a little different, but it's done over time, so you don't see it. And that is 
100% what is going on with uh, our food, man. You know, people show pictures of the beach, right? The beach in the 70s versus the beach today and how people look in the 70s. There wasn't a lot of bad people. And now you look and it's like everywhere. So a lot of that's also... There's a book called Good Calories, Bad Calories by Gary Taub, which, which kind of traces that too, which was that along came the, the, a guy named Ansel Keys and a couple of other food scientists who were like, hey, guys, you got to start eating more fiber, less fat. And that ushered in. And it also, it also came in when discovery of vitamins in food, because people would get pellagra. Pellagra is basically your skin gets brown and flakes off. And then your teeth fall out and you die. You that go sounds crazy. like some Croatian martial arts. It, it, it may as well be because it, 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 it takes a long time. But basically, uh, entire villages would succumb to it because they were eating cornmeal and molasses. And they lived on that because they didn't have money. And so they didn't, nobody knew what was going on. They didn't know that there were vitamins in food. It didn't dawn on to eat, you know. And then, of course, you'd go to certain parts of the world where they were cooking and there was a whole thing. And they were very healthy. So especially indigenous people. Like when you would see the Maasai or the, or the Kukuyu of Africa or whatever, or the, I mean, they live essentially on, on high fat milk from their animals and they would drink the blood from their animals. So they were crazy healthy. The first thing Hemingway said when he went to Africa was, I couldn't believe their skin. They were so beautiful and athletic and tall. I mean, the Maasai would walk around and they'd be six foot six and broad, and, and it was like, how the fuck, or the Blackfoot Indians, the Nez Perce Indians, the Native Americans, and some, some tribes that basically were really master hunters. And they ate so well. They ate so well, especially the ones that when, 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 um, when the Comanche and the Apache and the Sioux in general would follow the buffalo with their horses, and they, would, they were nomadic, and they lived off buffalo, and they were healthy motherfuckers. <clears throat> so... So much of, of what happens is as technology advances and we figure out ways to, you know, break down. The big mistake we make is that we think that you can take the oils, for example, in fish, right? And be like, we have, oh, oh, it's omega-3s. Let's just put a bunch of omega-3s in bread now. Well, no. No, nature has a weird way of assimilating food. Don't break it all apart. Why are you looking at yourself right now, dude? You're just looking at my thick neck, bro. You got a neck on you. you. Feel like you're, do you feel like you're podcasting with Brandon again when you see my thick neck? I, I just think to myself, when you were a kid in school, it must have been impossible for your teachers. <laughs> you have worse ADHD than me or my 10-year-old, and I have bad ADHD. <laughs> you can't read. No wonder you've never read, gotten through the first chapter of a book. You're like, anyway... <laughs> I do, dude. I have so many books. Uh, I'm just, I, I, I just, I just, I want to read with all good intentions. I know. I know. <laughs> dude, I love it. One hundred percent, Brian. Brian. So I had a I, Brian. There's so many people I want to bring on the show, but I just think because you have a white belt in truth, but I keep crushing all your guests. You, you do not, Brian. Brian, conga lines on your butthole. Okay, so I. I want to bring in this guy that there's a theory, Brian, that space is not empty, but it's actually plasma. Okay, before you go on, electric universe. Is this guy, does this guy have, has he ever taken one day of physics? 
Has he, Brian, has he ever been Brian, to college? Has Brian, he this dude's done research, and guess what else he's done? Wrote a book. Oh, you whoa. love people who write books. One thing you about love Brian, books. The one thing I know about that book is that Sam Tripoli's never read it. <laughs> Dude, I'm trying, Brian. I'm trying. Yeah, I love you. I know. And I want you to try. What are you talking about? You don't read. You listen to books. Maybe I'll read the book and I'll... No, look, I read this one. Maybe I'll listen to the book and I'll find Did you it actually read it, Brian? Did you yeah. actually read it? Brian, show me where you, where you, where you turn, where you crumpled the page so you know what page you're on. Show me that. That <laughs> book is too clean. That book read, is too clean, Brian. I read this entire book in one in in a four hour sitting uh, on the plane. You you read how many pages? Um, almost two hundred. You read two hundred pages in four hours. Yeah, five hours by five hours. Yeah, Brian, what is that on your wall? Is that Brian Callen money shots on the wall behind you? You know what, dude? I do. I is come, that where you miss fucking I kid come, dynamite? I come in chrysanthemum. I come in chrysanthemum. Is that a drive-by? Is that a drive-by jizzing? Yep. I just jump in the air and I just go, this is for you, America. And I leave it there. And you're just yep. hitting walls? Yep. Yep. That's right. Brian, how were your shows last night? Killer. Killer, man. So Brian, you're one of the best out there. You're one of the best to ever do it. So are you, buddy. And, I, and I'm having a blast doing them. And then uh, I got another show. Uh, I got two shows. I think one of them is sold out. It's hard now with, with COVID and stuff. But it's Dude, it's, I, I mean, and, and, you know, Bill Maher, for as much chaos and craziness as he's done in the past, he's kind of opened up and he's talking about how, like, blue states don't sell tickets, man. It's hard to sell a ticket in a blue state. Fuck blue states. And not only that, this vaccine mandate shit. Look, my daughter. Ryan, what's going on with Newsom? My Dude, daughter has to get a vaccine. All the kids have to get mandatory vaccines. Um, I got it. You know, it's unbelievable. If you are not vaccine and, and, you know, in school right now and you're in proximity of any other kid who has COVID, you have to quarantine for 10 days. I just got to know this from my fucking school. My daughter's been exposed. My daughter got the vaccine. Um, when she was fucking 13, which, you know, I don't know. She seems to be totally fine. But at the same time, it's like, you know, it's killed no children. So don't tell me it's killed children. Worldwide, yeah. it's yeah. killed no children. Well, here's the problem with Newsom, brother. Someone tweeted this. He literally has said he's not mandating prison guards to get the vaccine. You know why? Because they fucking gave so much money to his Stop the Recall campaign. So he's like, really? yeah, they don't need it. They don't need it, but kindergartners do. You fucking scumbag. I mean, it's just like, this dude is scorching the earth. This is what you get when you, I mean, all these fucking white chicks voted for this pretty scumbag. And what is he doing? He's fucking punishing you. That's right. I agree with him. It's like zero kindness, bro. Zero kindness. And it's like, I can't, I'm just, all I want to do, like, you know, I'd love to get Jimmy Dore on the show one time to Let's talk get him about because this is a guy, this is Have a dude on. Let's talk to who him. has has really like opened his eyes to a lot of things. A very open mind. Like, he's like me now, dude. I mean, he doesn't go as deep in the conspiracies. He will eventually, but at this point, he doesn't. But he's like very much like, I'm a liberal. The Democrats don't fucking share my values. And he's told, and that's what you guys do. Nobody's, 
Nobody's saying you got to like Republicans. I don't like Republicans. It's just like, don't sit there and tell me we got to vote for Democrats when they do not hold your values. Correct. You are correct. They don't. And, and part of those values are the notion that, you know, having a respect for uh, tradition, authority, sanctity, all those things, man. It's, it's like, yeah, fairness. Yeah, equality. But there are other, there are other factors out there. You know, the, the, there, there is, this is a great country for a lot of reasons. And mainly it's because of freedom. Mainly it's because we don't need you as a fucking government tyrant telling me what to do with every aspect of my fucking life. And a lot of these far left progressives love Europe and want to turn us into Europe because they're too dumb to understand history and way too dumb to understand why we lead the world in innovation in all aspects of the game from 100% technology. And it's because of the profit motive and there's incentive to do it. And you can make money off your own risk taking and your own ingenuity. And these motherfuckers want to equalize the playing field and they scream things like tax the rich. What are you talking about? You guys don't work in the real world. You guys came straight from college. And you have accountants. These kids have accountants. Their parents get them accountants. Their parents have accountants that know how to fucking get around these taxes. You're not taxing any elites. You're taxing businesses. You're fucking the businesses over. It's rich white kids, dude, for the most part. And here's the thing, Brian. You look at all these. There's so many socialist countries right now that are straight up abandoning any COVID protocols you look in europe they're like nope we're uh, we're uh, nope we're off of covid protocols. meanwhile we're still wearing masks in fucking la these people and dude people. go to new york dude there's mass people they're not telling you gotta wear masks nowhere else but la are they doing mass protocols it's 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 unbelievable and this fucking piece of shit now with this vaccine for kids can you go i'm that's not happening man it's not it's like, this is the time we rise. Now, have you seen what's going on in Europe? And by the way, Anthony, is my audio okay? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yes. Have you seen what's going on with uh, uh, Australia? Their premier stepped out. The, 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 the people are pushing back now. They and the premier just, just stepped down because they're doing this fucking ridiculous, ridiculous fucking overreach on this COVID protocol. Like, this isn't about like a disease of a virus anymore. This is the attempt to completely and utterly put in social credit score, which is what this is about. Did you see Trudeau's speech? He's like, we're going to reward you when you do the right things. That is social credit score. I agree. He's a piece of shit. Trudeau's a piece of shit. But they're voting these fucking, these fucking, these, these wolves in sheep's clothing into office. They're, yeah. they're because they speak well and they look good. Beware. Yeah, because be they're fuckable, fuckable, right? They're fuckable, dude. They're Girls like fuck- fucking bad boys and retards. They're fuckable retards. That's what these guys are. They're fuckable retards. And I'm sorry, man, but it's like I, white women over 35, find one in California that said she didn't like Gavin Newsom. Find them. They're like I unicorns. Know. I agree. You I can't agree. find. They're like, I don't know. He's cute. I don't know. I just, I, I don't like the Republicans. This isn't about Republicans, man. 
I like I voted for a recall. I didn't vote for one Republican. I didn't vote for any of these fucking scumbags. Anybody who wants the ring is a fucking scumbag to me. So I don't fucking trust you. Right? I'm I'm guy who doesn't want the job. He's like, I'm beginning to agree. I'm beginning to agree on on all that. That the, the it's the ambitious people in my in 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 life that have been in many ways are the most disappointing. They're just the most selfish. Like the ones that are the, the, the when you get that successful, you got that successful a lot of times because you're a fucking you're you you don't give a fuck about power. Yeah. Anything but power. I mean we've seen it in the comedy community. How many of these fucking people just are slicing people's throats for just a fucking gig? And it's like at the end of the day, this is the thing, Brian, at the end of the day, all that your IMDB doesn't mean jack shit if you didn't make a connection with a fucking human being. Did you make a connection with a human being? That's right. Did you? Because if you didn't, you didn't do this fucking right. Now, full disclosure. Did you make a connection with a human being and did you eat natural, simple food, foods? Walnuts, blueberries, fish, steak, that kind of stuff, guys. Yams. Sorry, Sam. Rice is fine. What? Dude, why do I give a fuck when I'm dying if I ate yams or not? Dude, eat soda bread. Spelt flour is where it's at. Mix it with fucking buttermilk, and you got yourself a nice, toasty, tasty do piece you like of hunting, bread. Brian? Are you a hunter? Yeah. You like to kill animals? Do you Look feel at me, bad watch, at watch all? This. Watch this. Ask me if I like to hunt again. Watch this. Do you like to hunt again? Yeah. Damn, dude. Damn. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to write you a movie. We have to write you a movie. I am a hunter. You are a hunter. We want to write you a movie, dude. Yeah, dude. I'm thinking about getting on the farm. The only problem I have with a farm is that I got to do a lot of lawn mowing. When I look at all these acres, I'm like, who's going to fucking do that lawn? I think we should buy large plots of land or just a plot of land and grow our own food. Brian, dude, our own fucking- so I want to get a bug out house in Chattanooga where we all just bug out there because that's yeah, where all the water out. is. By bug out, do you mean do you mean fuck each other? No, I do not oh, mean okay. bug right. out. That's right. called bug in. That's bug asking. in. Okay, I don't know. Or a bugger. Sure. If we're sure. British. Gotcha. By the way, did we talk about the t- yeah? How many times have I told the story where I went to fucking London with Brian and he took us to took us to the gay district of London? I'm like, why are we at the gay district, Brian? And then you disappeared. <laughs> I didn't know. I knew nothing. Brian, you were the best. Brian Callen's family is so nice. They let us stay at their house. It was so nice. My sister, my brother-in-law. Sam, I'm gonna go back to bed here. I'm in Chicago. I love you. Hey, did we do an hour? Anthony, how much time are we done? It's like uh, 50 minutes. That's it? Mm-hmm. That's it. Wow. You know what? You know what? It's, but it was a packed 50. It's action packed. Are you um are you a fight fan? Are you looking? Do you know what's going on with the boxing world? Caleb Plant, Canelo. Yeah, dude. I, so do you see that fight, Brian? Would you see that press conference? Oh yeah. Between them, oh, yeah. I mean, oh, if yeah. you're Caleb Plant, what are you thinking right now? You swung, miss, he hit you, and fuck your face up. Caleb Plant does not care about Canelo Alvarez, and he's not afraid of him. And but I, dude, I, what's your? But look at that dude. You swung, he moved, you missed, he hit you, and now cut your face. 
Yeah, that's uh, that is true. You got to wear you got to wear some headgear right now. You got to stitch that up. But at the end of the day, it'll be fine. And Caleb Plant is um, I'm actually everybody thinks Caleb Plant is going to get slaughtered. And I think Caleb Plant is an outstanding boxer who, if he fights a good game here, could go the distance. Will he win? Well, we didn't talk about Anthony Johnson lost again. Yeah. Well, He's Anthony a fucking Johnson, badass man. Yeah. Well, you're talking about Usyk, who's, who's not lost. I don't think he's lost. He was a gold medalist in the Olympics. I don't believe he's – I think the last time he lost was when he was 16 years old. I mean, Usyk is one of those extreme winners. He's a natural cruiserweight. He's now 220. And he's, I think what happened with, with Johnson was number one, he might be too rich, too good looking, too much of a superstar to have the hunger uh, against a, a Ukrainian badass. But also, Yusik is so, so fucking technical and so well, good. Dude, and you can't figure and, it out. You know what's so funny? You remember when uh, Floyd Mayweather was making fun of um, MMA? And about how he, th- he didn't respect because all their champions are white guys. He's like, they're all white guys. And if you look What's at boxing too? now, it's all white guys. Because there's some like there's a level of twitch that the black American athlete has that when focused, you can't touch it. You just can't touch it. it- it's just a natural speed and athleticism that is unparalleled, right? But well, that's that's super racist, but I know what you mean. Like what you're saying is that. When it comes to certain sports like sprinting, for example. Hold on, stop. Why is that super racist? Well, Dude, because boxing, boxing, a whole tennis, joke on it. No, I know. But boxing, tennis, there are a lot of sports where your fast switch muscle don't 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 get you to the championship, you know, at the same time. But yeah, I mean there are it's just like it's just like what we're learning right now is that the truth is it's like, you know what's really important in athletics? You gotta have you gotta have obviously athleticism, but hunger and discipline. Technique. You're seeing can overtake like Fuck pure yeah. athleticism. Well, that's why Bernard Hopkins was fighting until he was 50 and beating everybody in the world, not because he was faster. He was never faster or stronger than any of those guys. He was just a fucking genius. He was just a strategic genius. Floyd Mayweather in a lot master. of ways similar, it, but but. But now you got these Russians, like you're right, like Peter Yan, 135 pound division. You got Usyk, you got Lomachenko. These guys, look, David Benavides. You've got fucking Canelo Alvarez. You got these these dudes who are such incredible technicians. They're such technicians, and they're and the difference is in literally inches and half inches. But where they put their feet, where their head is. Is literally it's discipline, dude. Off. It's discipline. Yeah, it is. It's they. They've been. They've been working. They've been working those patterns for so long the right way. You're talking about Usyk is a practicer of deep. It's deep practice under perfect tutelage. You're not beating a dude like that. And also, he's a yeah. killer. You see that the look in his yeah. eye. He's a fucking killer. He's a killer. When you he's get not to a certain level, Brian. When you get to a certain level of athleticism. Everybody, everybody is yeah. fucking top shelf, right? Yeah. Yes. Everybody at that level could probably take your punch, right? Uh-huh. Yep. What comes down to is discipline. 
Like, do you have the discipline when things start getting a little rocky, when it gets a little, when you're going into the deep waters of the well, championship yeah. round? Can you, change, can you change it up when they figure you out? Can you, the, Anthony Johnson didn't change anything up. He was just throwing that jab and that, that, that right. And it was so strange to me because whoever his coaches were, I don't think they knew how to solve the problem. That southpaw in, in Johnson's face was doing things, never stop moving, always bobbing, always weaving, always painting, always in there. You don't know where his head is when you're, you're trying to do shit. And, and then he's making you pay every time you throw. Every time you throw, he was always winning that corner. He always had his, 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 um, he was always outside of Anthony Johnson's foot. So Anthony Johnson was always right in line with his right hand. You're not fucking with a guy like that. Uh, you know, the, the, it, it's crazy. I want to see if Deontay Wilder with his new trainer can use his jab to keep Tyson Fury away from him so he can set his right up because well, if Tyson my problem Fury crowds is this, yeah is if you look at uh uh who's the white guy what what's his name again the oh Tyson, uh, Tyson. Tyson Fury who I saw that fight the first one it live at Staples Centers it was unbelievable but so dude right. he's a punch in Judy have you seen how long his arms are dude his arms are so long, and that is a big problem for Wilder. He does not have the arm length to. He has to be in closer because his arms aren't as close. No, 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 as no, long. No. Excuse me. No, actually, actually, Wilder, Wilder is six foot eight. Believe me, Bubba. Wilder's arms are super long, and believe me when I tell you this. Nobody in the heavyweight division. Let me say this again. Let me actually back up. No one in boxing. No one in boxing. And this would be Eddie, Teddy Atlas's uh, words. No one in b -b boxing hits as hard as fucking Deontay Wilder. No shit. No shit. But the whole time he's getting tagged from the outside by a pure boxer. Yeah, well, that's right. That's right. That's the thing about Tyson Fury. He's such a good boxer he's such and that's a well what we're seeing right boxer. now is these pure the return of boxing versus fighters in boxing and, well another thing about boxers i'll tell you it's not about punching it, if everybody a lot of guys can punch it's where you're punching from where are your feet where are your feet ryan have you seen a lot will you look up ufc 287 that's coming up dude this lineup in november i think 8th it's, it's sick. so insane. It's it sick. You've got Rose Namajunas with, with Jang Lee too. You've got um, I mean it's 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 you such got a Uzman versus Kobe uh, Kobe Covington. Who's know? the night I've met him in person? Nice guy. Quiet dude. Nice yeah. dude. This lineup is nuts. Yeah. Look at that dude. Chandler Jay Justin versus Hitch, Chandler. That's a brawl, bro. Oh yeah. Luke Rockhold. The return of Luke Rockhold, my boy, against Sean Strickland. Brian, you look crazy. like you look like if 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 you and Luke Rockhold were staying together, you guys are like fucking the movie Twins. He's Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, yeah. You're Danny DeVito. You guys, yep. but you guys look more now, like wait, each other. Wait, Anthony, stop. What, what I don't like seeing is Frank Edgar fighting Marlon Vera. I I, I don't know when Frankie is going to retire. I, I love Frankie Edgar, and I and I don't want to see him take any more punishment. Well, he's the he's the last of the old school. If you really look at him, he's the last of the golden de days of UFC, the old and days. And he's great. I just don't want him getting hurt. And I and I. I mean, dude, dude this guy was fighting back when Chuck Liddell was fighting. I know, dude. I know.
he fought Jose, Jose Aldo. I mean, he's he's one of the greats of all time. But, uh, you know, guys like this will go out on their shield, and I think they have to be protected from themselves. I don't want to see And Vera's good. Isn't Vera Marlon the guy Vera that beat your boy? Marlon Vera is a monster. He's a, He was a champion. <clears throat> he's a monster. Did he beat a your monster. boy, Sugar Shane? Yeah. Uh, yeah, because Sugar lost his foot in that. His foot well, went I mean, dead. A great fighter, but like that guy's good, dude. How's he oh, ranked thirteenth? Yeah. is? Yeah, go down a little more. I thought. Yeah, these are some. Okay, dude. I, I don't want anybody to win the the man button fight. The man I want to be a double D, DQ. <laughs> yep. Yep. There you go. Now, if you're the manager of Alex Pera, don't you send the UFC a picture of your fighter? Don't you go, hey, do you mind putting up his picture? Unless this right. guy, what is this, Andre's shadow boxing? What is it? Who's he fighting? <laughs> Dude, look at Ally Aquenta and Bobby Green. Oh, that's that's going to be a good one. What, yeah, are they what is Alex's Al ranking? What's Bobby Green's ranking? Are they fighting 55? They're unranked. They're unranked. It's a lightweight power. Really? Bobby Green is. Uh, Bobby, are they fighting at 55 or 70? 55. Really? Yeah. Wow. And, dude, how is Aliquenta unranked when he went fucking deep with Khabib? Um, you know, he got choked out by what's his name. It's it's a long haul, man. It's a long haul. That was it. I think he was fighting at 70, then he came down to 55. It's hard. Aliquenta, Al for him to get down to 55, I and mean, that guy walks around at 190. That's not easy, dude. You go down got, to Jordan Williams. Look at this guy's got a lot going on, right? Frosted tips, fucking lot, a lot. Bubble wrap tattoos. Like, what's going there's on here? There's a lot going on. There's a All right, lot. Boys. Daddy's gonna go back to bed. I love you guys. Chris Bat hey, dude. I was talking, but that's fine. Guys, I, I got dates, bro. I got dates. I got Tell us home, where you're gonna be. And I've got dates. Tell us where you're gonna be. Dude, I'm gonna. Uh, this I don't know when it's going out, but I just added Miami guys. The, the Tim Fall hat 500th is very quickly, very quickly approaching us. We're past the point of uh sold out, but we added tickets. So if you want to get in, grab it now. And then there's tickets still left for the uh stand up show afterwards. So come get weird, my friends. SamTriple.com for all my dates. Miami, daddy's coming. Me, papi. Yeah, papi. Uh, Columbus Moneybone, October 8th and 9th. I'll see you there. Let's go. Let's go, Columbus. Let's go. Fucking Columbus Moneybone. Dude, you're such a man, dude. Come on, Columbus. Let's fucking go. You want to see this in person? You're not going to be ready, Columbus. <laughs> you're not fucking ready. All right. Love you guys. Take care. See you, boys. Love you. Thank Thanks, you, Anthony. Anthony. Bye, guys. <clears throat> see you guys.